0: Hold one, arm drag. As God is my witness, he is broken in half. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two, arm bar. I did it for The
1: Rock. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. Austin 316
0: says I just whipped your ass. Number four. Armbar! It's a different kind of high tonight for Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero gets his redemption. Eddie Guerrero
1: has exercised his demons.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. My name is Varro. I am one-third of Los Marcos. With me, Kels and Oscar. What's going on, guys? Que lo que. Yeah, you
2: already know. It's the Burnside <laughs> Bully. You know, I'm here sipping my 2017 Cabernet from Southeastern Australia. Shout out to 19 Crimes. You know, it's a nice cold Friday night and I'm here to pod. What's up, bro? Let's, let's get this started. <laughs> special good, shout
1: out to Pocket Cast and Anchor.
2: Why are you supposed to shout in the Oscar?
0: Because... <laughs> 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 because they're a great app to listen to any podcast you want to right
1: such as our podcast such and as other Los wrestling podcast, and yes. other wrestling podcasts which you might find interesting they're not going to be as good as us
0: not, not as uh, real as us they're scared to say the things we say alright guys so but this week for our top three segment we're going to mix Two things we we all love, rap and wrestling. We're going to give you our top three wrestling uh, related rap bars lines that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you stop.
1: Uh, uh, sh- was- shout out to one of the the. We're doing what the other a lot of the other New York City based wrestling podcasts do. So shout out to them. No beef. We we just like messing around because. I mean, we're all New Yorkers, we all love wrestling, we all love hip-hop, and of course we all love our Timberland boots, except for Alvaro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and just and just to let everybody know, if you hear a pause, it's because we're on Skype, so we're on a Skype call, so we really can't play off of each other because we're not in the studio yet, but that's in the works, not right now yet, it's coming soon,
1: right? I think soon,
0: so. Soon,
2: soon. Uh, Oscar's planning that right now, so and what, we what's that...
1: Y'all yeah, go see us on video, with our Facts. with our wrestling t shirts and different color Air Jordans or Nike SBs, or in my case, mountain gear boots. Shout out to Mountain Gear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, what are you working on construction or something? I'm, I'm confused.
1: <laughs> Yo, you gotta do what you gotta do. Since they locked up the homie six nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, Damn. Yo, speaking of speaking of
2: respect. Not 6 9 before we even get to the top 3 I'm gonna just let everybody know right now Dummy Boy 5 Tims, don't wanna hear it alright anybody who wants to say that album is whack y'all already know where you could put it I don't wanna hear it that album is fire that album is heater after heater after heater after heater after heater after heater The album is great so if also, anybody wants yeah. to see me when it comes to 6 9 y'all already know where you could put it I don't wanna hear that bro
1: and sh- shout out to 6 9 for mentioning John Cena also on the Dummy Boy album. Well, like Kel said, five Timberlands. It's, it's not as good as his first. Day 69 to me was seven Timberlands, which is unheard of. <laughs> like it was seven double soul, 40 below Tims. That's what, that's what fucking Day 69 was to me. Well, let- Let's get back to what we're-, what we're here for, our top three.
2: Also, if we have any listeners who work at Foot Action or Foot Locker that can that can link me with a discount for the Champ Timberland collab, I want the all black pair, size nine. You already know. Let your boy know. Let Al and Oscar on the on the Twitter. Let them know, or send a you know a little message to the Gmail because I need that discount.
1: Yeah, and just 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 please give Alvaro some some terms, people. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is. I, we've tried, but he's not going to take him from, from me or or Kels. So, it will have to be one of you amazing listeners. And I, I we'll make it up to you you guys make it happen.
0: Speaking of Tim's, we got our first uh, review on iTunes. I'm going to just read it real quick. The title of the review is, Best Wrestling Pod, If You Hate The Undertaker. Facts. <laughs> 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 All right, he said, Do not listen to this podcast if you are not... Prepared for extremely hot takes and extremely trash ones as well. That's probably Oscar and his D. Malenko shit, but okay.
2: I agree, I agree.
0: They will entertain you by talking about New York City things you don't care about, like Timberland boots and bodegas. Wrong. Everybody cares about bodegas, and 99% of New York cares about Timberland boots.
1: <laughs> if you call it a grocery store, then I don't know what your problem is.
0: Yeah. If there's not a cat walking around all your food and all your canned items, it's trash. Then they said, but they will also entertain you by saying things like they would change the channel as kids when Sable was on TV in a bikini so they could watch Dean Malenko perform a perfect snap suplex. True. To, marks.
1: This, to this day, no one does it like
0: Dean Malenko. <laughs> five stars. I mean, five Timberland boots. Shout out to Flo. Shout out to Flo.
1: That is a
2: real listener. It's a real listener right there. <laughs>
0: All right, top three, guys. Top three rap lines to you. Who wants to start? Really?
2: Do we, do we always have to do this every week? I, I like like Alvar- I feel like Alvaro goes, who wants to start? And then just like, it's like throwing, what is it, the XFL? You just throwing the ball in the middle and see who grabs it first? It's a Hail Mary. All right, I'm just going to go first because obviously nobody here wants to go first. So, all right, so my top three, um, I don't really have a particular order because I don't really like, I'm not really feeling some type of way about this. I'm not like a, uh, well, what we say, like a savant when it comes to bars on wrestling and rap. So these are the ones that I know. So the first one I mentioned is Nordic Wind by Action Bronson. He's got a nice bar where he says guaranteed to lose, just like the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, one of the things I love about old WWF that's not in WWE, which I think, um, I forgot what wrestler was it last week on their podcast made a comment about that is that there's not enough jobbers and the Brooklyn Brawler was an excellent jobber and somebody that I definitely remember and he's from Brooklyn so you know I'm from New York City but I don't like Brooklyn but still just to see somebody who's from New York City on a screen I was like oh we up all right this is lit so nice to see Action Bronson always one with the culture he's obviously got the best athletic references better than bum ass Wale but um you know, moving on to number two, um, my second mention, I've got Southern playlisted Cadillac Music by OutKast. Uh, the ver- the bar is time to drop these bows like Dusty Rhodes. Then I yell, ho! You know, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, obviously, what we- can't we say about Dusty Rhodes? The classic promo, the classic outfits, the classic elbow drop. And he gave birth and created, or he didn't give birth, but he created two of the... Uh, my other favorite wrestlers, Goldust and Cody, so can't hate on that. And then my last mention is going to be obviously the greatest rap group in the history of rap, Triumph by Wu Tang Clan, where RZA says "Perpendicular like the square, dressed in all gold like Ric Flair." So you can't really say much about Ric Flair that hasn't already been said. And I think um, I'm done here with my references. So I don't know who's next.
1: So my references are mentioning the real. Best rap group of all time, uh, definitely not Wu Tang, even though they're an amazing group. The best group is the still going strong Harlem Diplomats all day. So I'm I'll start with Get Him Daddy from Cameron. So in the in the song he says, "I'm Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Bob Backlund." So everyone's like, "Oh, it's just a throwaway line," unless you watch the music video and you see that it was filmed right after he got shot by. People who allegedly were connected to Jay-Z. I'm dry snitching like academics here. And it showed that even though he was shot, even though he had a sling on, that he's still the world champion. He's still the best rapper in New York. And to this day, in my opinion, he is. The next one is um, Joel Santana on the song Santana. He says, My fofo peace talking, Sanoso oh sweet talking, do more more street talking. Then Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you don't know what a 4-4 is, look it up. Magnum. And the fact that he's talking about street talking, it was about Stone Cold always just saying whatever the hell he wanted. And they explained how Dipset was at that point in time. Lastly, I'm going to use, I'm going to go with a more recent song. I like it. Fat Bunny, J Balbing, and Cardi B simple line that uh, Bad Bunny says Guerrero como Eri, que viva la raza it's talking about being a warrior and then viva la raza talking about bigging up all Spanish people because right now thankfully reggaeton is getting a resurgence and we're showing that we also started the urban music trend so those are my top three references with rap, Spanish hip hop and pro wrestling
2: but do you really think Cameron is the best rapper in New York? Yes, better than Big.
1: Uh, Big's not alive, so it's Nas. It's Nas and Cameron to me.
2: Well, th- this is a guy from Harlem, so obviously you would pick the Diplomats.
1: But you know, uh, Dip, I will pick the Diplomats. Shout out to Diplomats setting out uh, the Apollo Theater the other night. Amazing concert. They're still the best group ever. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well two of the three that you picked I had on my list but um, I'm going to just call it Audible and pick other stuff one you didn't pick I had lined up was uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Ray Schremmer. they have a line they have uh, two lines in a row he goes no I'm not Shawn Michaels but I'm breaking hearts and the way I'm living Ixl Radar. R so they went from HBK reference to uh, Edge Reference And if you listen to the whole song The whole song is fire They had a I think they had like a double Album release They had like 28 songs And The whole The whole project was dope If you haven't listened to it Go check that out Next
2: Wait um, you really think You really think that Race from album was fire?
0: The one that had like 28 songs on it? Bro yeah, Listen I could listen to they, the whole thing Without skipping anything You're on fucking no, drugs bro that was, they, a, they, that was a solid project he also,
1: li- he also liked the Chris Brown album that had 97 tracks, I think.
2: Oh, stop. <laughs> see, you see, you see, Varo here, like, that is what you call stream trolling, and I hate it, bro. Like,
0: oh, when yeah, you... Oh, yeah, what, I get, but that's what don't the game is troll. now. Yeah.
2: Nah, don't, don't stream troll me. Do not stream troll me, all right? You know, look at the Migos. Culture was an hour and 45 minutes, bro. Nobody got time for that. Nobody got time to hear that. But thankfully,
1: right? you guys have an hour to listen to our beautiful podcast.
0: <laughs> Alright next uh, Go Flex By Post Malone He has a hook Referencing uh, Stone Cold he goes Gold on my teeth and on my neck And I'm Stone Cold with the Flex And he also had um, I forgot where he showed up But he had on the Austin The Austin vest And that lyric And that him wearing the vest eventually got him on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast and um they just he was on there for two episodes I think they just talked shit it was uh it was a cool pod um I don't know if you guys consider Post on the rapper but yes. that's number two for me he's a pop artist bro uh yeah I don't he's like borderline rapper to me um number three shit I don't have a number three because I had the Get Him Daddy remix and I had I Like It. But uh, I will say, people are going to be like, why wasn't Wale picked? Wale wasn't picked because Wale is trash.
1: I, I don't agree with that hot take. Wale has probably the best wrestling references. I can't, I can't that name I didn't one Wale
0: mention. song.
2: First of all, Oscar, nobody is saying that Wale does not have good rap references in regards to wrestling. We are just saying.
1: He's a good rapper, too.
2: And this is a representation. Ambition is fire. This is a representation of two-thirds of Lomarcos, 75%. We live in a democratic country. 75?
1: what? 75. 75.
2: <laughs> whatever. 75%, 60%. I don't know Matt.
1: Okay, Scott know. Steiner. All right. We but have listen, a fourth member. Listen,
0: first of all. It's little all, Jimmy. Little Jimmy.
2: <laughs> first of all. Two thirds, three out of three is 100%. So, two thirds, I don't care about the regular math where you put a fraction of 60%, nigga, it's just 75%. So, most of the Marcos would agree that Wale is trash. And Wale is also trash because Wale likes to fight fans at wrestling shows because they tweet him and they say he's garbage. So, Wale is also, I think we should also go back in history because you want to talk about ambition. Ambition came out how long ago? Quick Google search. Hmm. 11. My man. No, Wale's Ambition came out in November 1st, 2011. I was a specialist <laughs> yeah. in the United States Army in the 82nd Airborne. And I listened to that album, and it was pretty good. But let's also not let's also remember the fact that Wale got into beef with Complex because they gave his other album a bad rating. All right, And let's also talk about the fact that Wale argues with anybody who says that he's not good. And let's also talk about the fact that Wale got into an, <laughs> an argument with Made Back Music because they wouldn't supposedly promote his album. So Wale is garbage. <laughs> Wale is trash.
1: Let's, let's Wale... not forget. Maybach also let Anuel go, so I don't really trust what Maybach thinks about me. And music.
2: Wale will forever live in his little whack ass DC bubble, and his only relevance is wrestling. He's trash. Get him out of here. He doesn't even have a fucking cooking show like Axon Bronson He's trash, bro. It's garbage. Throw him in the throw him in the dumpster, bro. <laughs>
1: uh, right? um, that my... was the weekend. The- <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time to see who
2: and else. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, to all, the, to all the listeners out there, you know, shout out Germany, shout out Ireland, shout out Chicago, shout out Baltimore, tag Wale, let him hear this, bro. And I will make an Instagram or Twitter, whatever, just so he could come see me. I don't really care. I'm just letting y'all know right now, I high key agree that Wale is trash. You know, like, I thought I fucked with him because he had the Seinfeld references and he had the mixtape with Seinfeld and he had Seinfeld talking. And frankly, I didn't care for the raps. I just want to hear Jerry spit his, like, boring comedy because it's fire. Wale, you are garbage. You are garbage. Put that out there right now.
1: Oh, uh, speaking of Seinfeld, if you think that Friends is a better show than Seinfeld, you can please, like, unfollow me on Instagram and Twitter and me gente, wherever else you may have me on social media.
2: And also, Jerry Seinfeld is a god to Los Marcos because his kick game was fire. Complete Fire.
1: and he's an actual New Yorker. I know most of the friends from most of the cast from Friends is not from New York. I think maybe David Schwimmer, and he was from Flushing. And Flushing, when he was from Flushing, is not the real Flushing that we know and love now. Shout out to Hennessy Green Tea and shout out to the karaoke buzz.
2: I know we're getting way off track, but like Friends was high key a fake representation of New York City because the apartments they had was not apartments in New York City. If you notice, Jerry Seinfeld's apartment was wild small. Kramer was always knocking on his door. Costanza rocked Tim's to a wedding. Like, this was real... <laughs> this was real New York shit. And Friends was, like, about bohemian gentrifiers chilling in a coffee shop and fucking each other. Show was trash. Throwing the garbage, your Wale. And The Undertaker. All right? That's the
1: yes, stop and The Undertaker. Let's go. <laughs> But that take was the truth.
2: Undertaker, <laughs> Wale, and friends are in the Los Marcos trash can right now. <laughs> <laughs> can we have somebody else that we're gonna add to the trash can today? But we can't talk about that right now.
0: We'll get into that later later in the episode. Uh just to go back real quick, Oscar, um I don't know if you noticed on I Like It, there's also there's another wrestling reference.
1: Yeah, um Jay Balvin mentioned yeah. um the killer, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, the only, the <laughs> only reason that uh, Tamina is in WWE And I'm not now. talking about Killer Kowalski. Okay. I'm talking uh, about... The only uh, reason Tamina snicker. is still employed, that's why. Yeah, that guy.
1: <laughs> Dexter? <laughs> 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 but, oh, man. Speaking, of course, of New York things, let's talk about the homies, the best tag team representing New York right now. Crime Time, y'all yeah, great, but right now, cause sism and all that stuff, you guys, you guys aren't in the highlight reel like these guys are. L.A.X. possibly going to World Wrestling Entertainment. How do you guys think they would actually be treated in WWE? I love them; they represent New York City, low East Side, and the Bronx. But I am scared to see how they would be used in WWE. I could see it just being another rehash of uh the Cologne brothers or cousins or whatever they
0: are. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, know. Do, do you feel like they're um kinda Uso Ajays too much? Like too similar to the Usos?
1: Ooh, that's 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 a great point. I think the uh Usos are a little bit better in Ring. I mean not a little bit better. They're they're better in Ring. they they've been doing it for much longer. Yeah. I think if they let LAX be LAX they could separate from the Usos. People will say they're, they're a bootleg Usos. I love the Usos, but I'm pretty sure them dudes just caught on camera saying, you're yeah, that's cultural appropriation. Y'all don't say <laughs> that in Los Angeles. Do whatever y'all say. Don't take your yeah from us. So people will probably feel like, oh, that uh, LAX is taken from the Usos, but LAX is just two New York dudes doing what New York dudes do. The same way Crime Time just did what New York dudes do.
0: I mean, the Usos do wrestle in uptowns.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they call them in Cali, Air Force Ones or Air
0: something. Air Force
1: One Hives. <laughs> I don't. We don't know what they say. In Cali. Shout out to Cali, but I know you guys call everything. Completely- nah,
2: no, no. Shout out to Cali, bro. No shout out to Cali. I'm not even cosign. I'm I, the East Coast, West Coast beef is still alive around here. Knicks over Lakers. Um, Biggie over Pac. Uptowns over Cortez's. We don't wear Dickies. We don't wear long socks. We don't wear beanies in 70 degree weather. We don't drink matcha. We don't drink kombucha. We don't do spinach drinks. We won't do none of that. All right? Real rap raw, New York over LA. I don't want to hear that.
1: But, uh, <laughs> Kels, Viral, uh, what else are your thoughts on this? Oh, and also, um, LAX was taken off an Evolve show that we were, are still going, and they were supposed to wrestle the future god, Mr. Five and a Half Tim's, Darby Allen.
2: Yo, when is the Evolve show, bro? Where are we going? Where is that?
1: It's on the fifteenth of September at La Boom. Of December also, or September? December, my bad. Also, I think Le... I have
2: I think I have drill
1: that day. We'll we'll figure it out. Also, at La Boom, Mexican nights are Sundays and <laughs> it's Friday and Saturdays <laughs> are regular. Reggaeton. You guys can party at La Boom on Northern Boulevard and Fifty Seventh Street if I'm What's honest. the bottle
2: prices, bro? Because it's
1: all about the bottles. <laughs> uh, um. I, I don't remember what the bottle prices are. Last time we went, you could ask Varro. He blacked out, and <laughs> I had to get my. I had to come back. I went home and came back at four thirty a.m. to get my coat.
0: That's okay. how lit I was. Good times. But shout out, um,
1: shout out the homies. Y'all know who you are. No name dropping.
0: Nah,
2: but on on some real, I think that man, I think the only reason LAX would go to WWE is just to secure the bag, like. As far as exposure, um, their gimmick, and their talent, there's no reason for them to go to WWE. Everybody knows LAX is killing it right now. They're killing it in Impact. I do agree that it was a smart business decision by Impact to pull them from the show because, according to the dirt sheets, um, LAX was supposed to lose that show, in that show, and Impact didn't want them, their guys losing a w- to WWE talent, which makes 100% sense. I mean hundred percent sense. I don't think that LAX should go to WWE because you know what happens. You know, they're they're Hispanic. Vince is gonna pull out his racist gimmick card. Um, look at Primo Epico or Los Colognes or the Shining Stars, they're selling real estate in Puerto Rico for <laughs> uh vacation packages and time tra- and time um whatever that thing is called. I still don't get, sure. get my time
0: share.
1: I still don't get my time share.
2: So <laughs> I don't think that and then the thing is if you look at you know, it was something that we'll discuss later. The booking or on Raw SmackDown, it's it's not going to work. The tag teams are a mess. Even if it's just men's, there's, and then there's also no women's tag division. So right now, there's no reason for them to go over there because they're just going to get lost in the huddle. And then next thing you know, we're just going to have endless matches of LAX fighting the Bar or fighting the Usos or fighting the New Day or AOP every week with no storylines and nothing to come of it. So I don't agree. How do you feel, Al?
0: Um, yeah, I think you have a really good point about... If you go to WWE, you kind of have financial security. Or as much financial security you can have, I guess, as a wrestler. But um, yeah, they just, they'd just get lost in the shuffle. Maybe if they go to NXT, they they could have like a good run over there. And it's not that bad because the schedule isn't too crazy if you're an NXT superstar. But yeah, I don't think... A move to Raw or SmackDown would be good for them because right now they run, they basically run the division in TNA. They're a really good tag team. They're a really good gimmick that I don't think would work in WWE. And do you do you feel like Conan is a package deal with them? Conan's
1: ever since the Max Moon thing, Conan is not coming. Conan was and that's supposed what I'm to saying. come. Yeah, come Conan to WWE. was supposed to come with the Radicals, and they didn't want him. Shout out to Shane Douglas, also supposed to come with the Radicals, but they didn't want him because he had that failed uh, teacher gimmick. Yeah, like you guys said, they're not going to let them use the gimmick. WWE is not going to let hood dudes, hood dudes, because that doesn't fall into company guidelines.
0: I mean, if they go, do you think there's a possible reboot of LWO?
1: No. I think if they go, it'll be a possible reboot of Crime Challenge. Uh, maybe they they are they are way closer to crime time than they would ever be to LWO.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there's, I don't and... think there's room for them. But yo, for that, were they supposed? I thought um, isn't there a House of Glory show that night too?
1: Yeah, there's two shows, so and they're the tag champs for the They were, they were supposed House of Glory to. I guess show, they were right. supposed to do a double.
0: Okay, so they had a double booking that day.
1: Yeah, which is which is not too bad because. The House of Glory show is like two miles away from, yeah, the boom. So shout out to HOG, shout out to Brian. Um, they're two miles away, so they'd be able to do both.
0: Okay, and you said they were gonna verse Darby Allen.
1: It is Darby Allen and a uh, a tag team. I don't remember who.
0: I thought he was, I, I, I thought they were, he was gonna versus that bum, uh, Cassius Onu. Um,
1: it, I saw like two different cards. Oh, Okay. It, it, evolve, evolve changes their card like nothing.
2: Yo, from now on, Oscar uh, or Ask, just make sure that when you speak about Darby Arlen, um, Arby Dar- or Darby Arlen, whatever you say his name, is, you have to say "future of pro wrestling" in front of it because we have to we have to make a point that Los Marcos podcast was the first ones on buying real estate and on Darby Allen Island. We're there. We're there oh, now. We, we, we took built a boat. It. We built it. Built-
1: I bought him a pair of Tims. so <laughs> we... when he comes on the show. <laughs> he, <laughs> He knows that New York is behind him.
2: Facts. He, that dude is amazing. I You know, we can just talk. I can talk about that guy for an hour.
0: I mean, that's that's the only reason I want to go to the Evolve show. See Facts. Him again. Yeah. Everything else is like, ah, whatever. It was nice that LAX was going to be there. But I was also, like, yo. Also, I want to know
1: if Laboom has empanadas that night because that's also a good second reason to go to the show.
0: Oh, this is a fact.
1: Laboom empanadas are fire. So... Maybe because we're drunk off Hennessy when we go there Raro, but they're fire
2: Yeah. so so I'm guessing Ask is the guy that goes to the strip club and be like y'all yeah, got wings so you know I don't Hot go bar. to strip
1: clubs I go to Roosevelt
2: <laughs> okay if y'all don't know what that is google it It'll be all right.
1: <laughs> so um, speaking of, of of talent not being able to wrestle other people let's talk about NXT UK and what they're doing with their talent
0: right now. All right, so they're not letting people. Re- they're not letting their guys wrestle in other promotions too, right? That's the issue.
1: Yeah, n- they they don't want their talent wrestling wrestlers that are signed to like other majors like ROH or other European wrestlers that are signed to these other major talents. It's or it it it's silly to me. It's not like NXT UK is this brand that goes on weekly.
0: Well, it does oh, now. Wrong. It oh, does yeah. now. They it, have a it, NXT UK. Um, there's like a three or four hour um, lineup of wrestling on the WWE network now. I think it goes NXT UK 205 Live, and then NXT.
1: Oh, when did they start um, the
0: UK branch? Uh, maybe within the last month or so. Okay, uh, so it, it makes, makes that's why makes I, I didn't get sense. that. Why you had an issue about it? But I guess since you didn't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. NXT UK is <laughs> another <laughs> WWE network. Yeah. Exactly. But I, A new I, thing. I but I think this got hot because it said that apparently the the they have they got like an increase in money, so they got some more bag security. But it says that they were prevented from working with other promotions. But the thing is, is that prior to them signing, WWE told them that there would be no restrictions. But then this is what they did. So apparently, it's saying here that they were not allowed to wrestle with significant, with brands that had a significant online presence. So Defiant and Rev Pro, but they were still permitted to wrestle on local indies that were WW and local WWE partners. So Progress, ICW, and WXW. But the thing is, I think WWE is going to obviously sneak their way out of this and just like avoid it because it is saying that certain people will get privileges which will allow them to fight and I mean it, to wrestle in other promotions So it's either It's it's pretty much about Who you are So it's like Essentially like A Conor McGregor UFC situation So if you're bigger than the brand You can do whatever the hell you want But if you're like Some regular ass jobber You can't go anywhere
1: So basically to, to put in easier terms It'd be like right now uh, Kels is untouchable on this podcast Me me and Varo can be replaceable <laughs>
0: I just I mean, wanna put I, this I out recorded, here. I record and edit the pod, so ask. I think you're the <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: the reason this pod started. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't know each other until this pod. Literally, yeah. Literally Varo and Kels met the day before we started the pod. That is like true. That. It'd be like that. But
2: it, but yo, listen, vibes is vibes. You know, energy <laughs> is energy is energy, bro. We put that positive energy out there. And you know, Listen, nobody's replaceable We are Los Marcos, Los Marcos stays forever We are not um, David Shoemaker And Peter Rosenberg And we are not the Migos So we will not be bringing you bad content Every six months and repeating the same things over and over And if we were the Migos I would be offset So you guys figure out who's Quavo and take off Because I am not going to be Quavo
1: And we we also (laughs) podcast Wait, mask on I'm wearing a Juventus Guerrero mask right now I got a La Parca mask on,
0: so it's all right. I got a you know. Nacho Libre mask. Great movie, by the
2: way. Hot take. That movie's awesome. Fire. I know people hate on that movie, but it's a great movie.
1: I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but now was, I was surprised <laughs> that it was not the life story of the greatest Mexican wrestler of all time, El Dandy.
2: So so, um, did you did you guys see Pete Dunn's comment though?
0: Uh, no, what did he say?
2: Uh, you know, so so um, you know, Mr. You know, Vince Mann called Pete Dunn. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best of uh, Vincent Man impression here. He's like, uh, Pete, uh, you need to go fix the situation and uh, make everything look good. So uh, Pete was like, okay, Mr. Vince, because you know, Pete Dunn is obviously the most untouchable. I think, in my opinion, outside of certain other wrestlers, he's like one of the most untouchable guys in NXT. It seems like he does whatever the hell he wants. So um, he, he was tweeting. He was like, uh, "British wrestling is safe and will continue to grow. The talent pool is deep. Your favorite wrestlers are achieving goals and taking steps in their career. Don't believe everything you read." Question mark? Question mark? Um, Brit, res- is, Brit wrestling is alive and well. Um, that's an exaggeration. Also, what if your favorite wrestler goes to WrestleMania? That will be out of budget for a lot of people to travel that far. But if they're truly your favorite, you'll be made up for them and excited to watch them on a very affordable streaming service. So he's shilling the WWE network. <laughs> um put 12 years comma a countless amount of money and months away from home at a time in an attempt to get your dream job when you finally achieve your goal and you can also create a great life for your family i'll make sure to discredit your hard work and tell you you're a sellout so he's going the randy orton way and saying i don't give a damn i'm making a lot of money and so is everybody else uh without the hard work of myself and countless other wrestlers with the goal of signing to a major company that wouldn't even be a thriving UK scene to begin with support independent wrestling and support independent wrestlers as they take the next step in their career. So Pete Dunne is saying that signing with WWE is okay. Selling out is fine and not having freedom as an independent wrestler or as a wrestler is a good thing, but that's fine.
1: Selling out is okay. Just throwing that out there (laughs) because we, we all have bills to pay. Little Mark has toys. He needs and Var and I also have Action <laughs> figures that we need Now so, listen so I, was okay.
2: I don't want to hijack A segment from another podcast But I feel like I could do it better And you know I think outside of Ask Only me and Al Listen to the Bill Simmons podcast Shout out to the Bill Simmons pod That's my guy I've been a Bill Simmons fan Since page two on ESPN So that's like dial-up days You know Netscape and Internet Explorer <laughs> Um Bill Simmons has a thing where he talks about parent corner, where he talks about being a dad. Now, for my my parent corner, I just want to say that I spent last week $500 on Christmas presents for the two little marks. Um, Rome got a Raw wrestling ring with a Shinsuke Nakamura action figure and a Roman Reigns action figure. Because, unfortunately, he is a Roman Reigns mark. So... It's okay. I also got him all the title belts for his wrestling toys and some tables, ladders, and chairs and a bike. He's been asking me for a bike for a whole year. So the little Mark will be happy on Christmas Day. And if any of the listeners want to send the little Mark a birthday present, his birthday is December 31st. I'm just saying, his birthday is December 31st. If you want to send the little Mark a birthday present, please shout us out. I will give you a list. As specifically <laughs> Minecraft for Nintendo Switch, you already know some Super Smash Brothers 2 as well. But that's for me. But you already know I'm a front, like I'm a play with him. So please, <laughs> shout out to Little Mark. He's out here. Parent corner over. You know what I'm saying.
1: Oh, oh! Thank you to all for the for the D Malenko, 1999 WCW action figure. He gave you one. <laughs> no. Yo, I, <laughs> I bought it for myself at the wrestling store, and I put Fromvara on it.
2: I don't even want to seg- like, try to take this off cast, but like, I feel like when I was on like Amazon and stuff, and like looking at Google, did like Hasbro or Mattel cut like wrestling to like wrestling figures? Because there's not a lot anymore.
1: You usually got to go to eBay or the actual. Um, I'm gonna have to wrestling, give wrestlingshoutout.com.
0: Right Is that it? That's why I they think- have like everything. Is there, yeah. is that, wrestling uh, I, figures? wrestlingfigures.com you can buy like the whole box set you know how they have series and stuff but you can yeah. buy individual ones and you can buy like the whole box set and stuff
2: cause I'm not even shitting you bro they tried to, they tried to sell me on Amazon a Kalisto toy for like 50 bucks and I'm not paying 50 bucks what?
0: for anything that has $50 to do with Kalisto for Kalisto wow for Kalisto, no. bro. not even uh, Kalisto not, would pay Rick... 50 bucks for an action figure of himself <laughs>
1: RaceSideCollectibles com. Oh, a- a on right yeah. I'm on it right to now. Yeah, I'm
0: You're able to
1: get like everything you need. I've gotten half of my collection, which is kind of ridiculous for 31 year old male. But shout out to myself because I don't care.
2: <laughs> oh, they they do actually. You know what? Good luck Los Michaels. They got some heat on here, so I, I I fucks with it. Um, are we done with this Brit talk? Or
1: no? Oh yeah, I I didn't even know they they had a show. <laughs>
2: So we were (laughs) were talking about uh, the Brits, Pete Dunne, um, a long-haired wrestler. And moving on to Brits and long-haired wrestlers, um, Mr. Seth Rollins uh, decided to make a comment last week um, about our great uh, Becky Lynch, who all Los Marcos loves and praises very well. He uh, said, once upon a time, being, quote-unquote, the man, was about going into the ring and proving it every single night. Dot, 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 dot. Not excellence in internet trolling. Clearly, I'm doing it wrong. Now, this is obviously a connection to Seth's IC weekly challenge, which is a copy of John Cena's weekly challenge, which is a copy of the weekly TV title challenge, because everything is cyclical. Fashion, art, wrestling, media, doesn't matter. Now, do you guys feel like Seth was being an asshole or do you think that he was just using Becky to get some people to watch Whack Ass Raw?
1: Uh, of course, he was trying to get views for Raw. The thing that bothered me, <laughs> <laughs> which which is basura, I'm I'm so happy they have this uh, stop watching Raw, whatever hashtag it was. But the thing that bothers me about Seth saying that is a Seth was injured for a long ass time. B Seth retired one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and Sting. And C <laughs> the only Iron Man WWE has is not Seth Rollins it's not Dean Ambrose it's motherfucking Miz since he got to the WWE Mm, he has spent almost no time on the shelf he's always there whether he's promoting the Marine 98 escape from Guantanamo Bay or defending the IC title or being the most must see champion Miz is there day, day in day out Doing whatever WWE asks of him, so he's the real Iron Man. So if anyone can say that, it's Miz. It's not Mister Seth Rollins who added "Burn It Down" to his theme song because Vince McMahon said so. I love Seth; he's a great wrestler, but don't be cutting ass when you can't when you can't cut ass. Like, keep it a buck.
2: I think I think what Miz is like maybe on like what twelve straight years with no injuries. Something like that.
0: I don't think he's ever had a serious injury. Like Dude, every time he leaves, Kings? it's because he's filming a movie or like I don't even think he took time off cuz um his kid was born. He didn't and no, and, he didn't. and
2: and going back to you know when when he did that stat, that promo of the year on Talking Smack which this just goes to show how bad WWE is that they got rid of a Raw Talk and Talking Smack which was one oh, of the best things they Talkin had going Smack on. Talkin' Smack was fire. Talking Smack was amazing. But he was In facts when he told Daniel Bryan I'm the one that's holding the WWE down because like I said he's literally every night every day and it doesn't matter what situation they've put him in, what he's, what who he's with, what he's done, everything he's done he's made gold out of. The fact that he's a grown-ass man coming out with a Naruto headband <laughs> and it's working, I fuck with Miz 100%. Um, Shout-out to Real World. Um, great show. Miz was on that. Puck is the greatest real-worlder of all time. And if you don't know about Real World, you should look up Puck. Dude was the man. But... Mans has been holding it down. And, and on another thing about the Seth Rollins hate, not only does he get hurt, not only did he hurt Sting, his, he cheated on his girlfriend with a Nazi sympathizer, and then his fucking dick pics got leaked on the internet. And pause, you know, <laughs> not going to want to make comments on a man's pain, but Seth, it wasn't that impressive. Mr. CrossFit Jesus, you know, more like CrossFit Vienna sausage. You are a fucking asshole, (laughs) want to come at Becky Lynch mad because you got no clout, because you got no heat, because you got no smoke, you got no ratings, you get no love. Right now, Becky Lynch is the hottest act in WWE, on TV or off TV, and you just want to put yourself on there so you could fucking trick people into watching Raw with your IC challenge so we could see you fight Ziggler or McIntyre for the, what is it, like, 10th week in a row?
0: Jeez, I'm tired of the fucking open challenge, bro. I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> Yo, I was when Ziggler came out this last Monday, I turned that shit off. I was like, did, Nah, did this you, is it. I was like, Fuck this, I'm done.
2: <laughs> did Did you see the post on um on Squared Circle? Shout out to Reddit, r Squared Circle, fire. Um, did you see the post that that guy? I forgot what user it was, but there was a post, and in real time on the raw thread about Seth's IC Challenge and everybody is like, oh, we're so excited. IC Challenge. Yeah, let's see who comes out because they're hyping it up. It's a surprise. And then Ziggler comes out and everybody, no, 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 Ziggler. What the fuck? Ziggler again? Oh, my God. What the hell? What the hell? WWE is like, I don't know if they're like, like, I understand that it's slow because usually at this time it's very slow until we get into like Royal Rumble WrestleMania season.
0: Yeah. But
2: at this point, they have to know that they're torturing the fans. Like, how many times do we have to see the same combination of people wrestle? It's really sad, and it's really getting old.
0: It's just rinse and repeat, like, every week. It's annoying. Like I, told best...
2: you, I watched the Hulu and SmackDown condensed versions, and even now, at this point, I don't even want to watch the condensed version
0: anymore. I mean, SmackDown's not terrible, but Raw is just unwatchable, I think, right now.
1: Like I said, Impact's been putting on better shows for the past 6 months.
0: I got I got to oh. catch up on Impact.
1: You uh, Johnny Impact has been a great world champion. Killer Cross is probably the best heel going right now. His shirts amazing. He actually responds to his fans. Lucha Brothers killing it. LAX mm-hmm. as we already spent 10 minutes on them. Legendary. Killer Cross,
2: LAX come on the show. Please, we'll give you a free pair of tims. <laughs>
1: um, I, I think LA probably got more tims than us.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. and and the impact is bringing back the the old school X division uh, format, right? For a pay per view, oh, yeah. fire, yeah, yo! If you fuck. if you guys haven't watched like prime TNA X division matches where they used to have the wires making an X above the the six sided ring, some of those like AJ style bumps that he took. Um, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, fire. Um, what's amazing? Red. uh, Amazing red. Yo, go back like YouTube. X Division matches from the like when TNA was in their prime. Amazing matches. Amazing.
2: Bound. Bound for Glory. Two thousand nine. Ultimate X is the best X Division TNA match of all time. one of the greatest matches. There's also Unbreakable 2005, which is um AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. Yep. That's when they were just killing. There's also Lockdown 2007, which is the uh, X Division escape match. That was insane. Um, And then there's the Ultimate X Victory Road 2007 gauntlet match, which is Hockey Fire. Because low-key, I was a TNA mark for a while because I loved AJ Styles and TNA yep. oh, like supremely. But I will agree with Oscar TNA, what they're doing, what Billy Corgan is doing, what they're doing over there is that they're like, they're taking chances. Billy they're, that's all they're the
1: doing.
2: Way. Well, I mean, he's in the i I'm sorry. Um, what, what they're doing is they're just, they're, they're taking chances and, and that's all they're doing. And when you are a brand that takes chances and you do fresh ideas, it works. Um, the only thing that's holding back TNA right now is that they don't have a major TV deal. And the reason probably WWE went after the Fox deal Was because they knew that w- that Fox was looking for any type of wrestling That they could put on So hopefully in the next maybe year or two We get something from TNA where they're on, at, on TV every week Because they're putting out a good product They have good wrestlers And they have guys that are just putting on great matches And they're really strong And then they do different things I remember, what's his name? Um, I think last year he wrestled Um, What's the guy's name? The football player?
0: Moose oh. No, Fire. no, not Moose. No, a no, guy no. From um, Atlanta, I think.
2: Uh, what he did? He almost uh, killed actually,
0: himself doing a frog splash. D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> he almost killed and himself doing a was, frog splash.
2: <laughs> but D'Angelo Williams, to be honest, was actually pretty good. His first match, it was impressive. Yeah. The way he looked, his drop kick was solid. He was taking chair bombs. He was fight. He fired. Uh, he was fighting uh, Austin Aries. So they're doing different things that WWE is not. And I think what happens is that WWE is essentially trying to become or is at this point or slowly becoming the Amazon of wrestling because their point is just sign everybody. They don't care how much money it costs Buy every promotion, by every video, just do whatever because they want to be able, they want to be on the right side of history. Vince wants to be able to blur people out of videos. They want to erase content. They want to make certain people look good, make certain people look bad. And they just want to push what they want to push and they want to kill all the competition. So which yep. is why I'm ex- which is why I'm excited for the Cody um announcement in January in regards to the independent wrestling promotion that he might start. So that's going to be dope with the Jaguars owner.
0: Mm, yes. Also uh Impact Women's Division is uh, like fire too.
2: Scarlett Bordeaux of everybody.
0: They got Bordeaux, they got uh Tessa Blanchard. Fire. Um yeah. If you guys are bored of WWE, give give Impact a shot. But going back to Rollins, like just turning going back, he can't deliver on the mic. So maybe him trolling on Twitter should be a an option for him.
2: Is this is are, are you mentioning him like he can't deliver on the mic as a face? As
0: a face, as a face, because that's because a heel last, he could yes.
2: Yeah, because last week when he was on NXT, he cut that promo and he did his heel laugh.
0: Yeah, it was like he amazing.
2: He got the mega heat, but then he's on Raw. And he's like, I like, I don't, I don't need face Rollins. I don't need icy challenge Rollins. Like the only person who's done a challenge right in the past couple of years was John Cena, because John Cena was putting on those were like four and a half, four point two five ten matches. He was keeping it fresh. He was wrestling really good people, and he you was could putting tell that people over. Yeah, that's the thing. You could tell he was going out the door and he was in there. Even though he was winning, he was making everybody look good. Because if you go back and watch the uh, Seth Rollins-John Cena match, that match was great. The Kevin Owens matches were great. John Cena, his his U.S. title weekly challenge was great. This yeah. Seth Rollins-IC challenge is garbage. I don't need to see him fight Ziggler again. I'm tired of Dolph Ziggler. I'm tired of bootleg Shawn Michaels coming out every week and selling like hell and doing nothing
0: the Sandy Zayn and Cena match oh, Zayn Zane with one arm and he still looked gold against Cena he looked like gold yeah Kev, he was
1: bagging, Kevin Owens against the Cena
0: Kevin Owens against Cena yep yeah, yeah he, he probably, was like yeah. elevating talent like, he was making them look good he, he was winning like you said Kels but he was making everybody look good elevating talent call ups NXT call ups man like
2: yeah, because he was, he was doing stuff like pulling out moves that we never seen before. And then Michael Cole was like, John Cena's pulling out moves out of the tank to try to beat these guys. Like They, yeah. they were using it, as a, using it as a platform. But now you have Rollins double booked in this Ambrose situation, which makes no sense. Because Renee's on the mic and she's acting like she doesn't know what's wrong with her husband. And then you <laughs> have, have fucking Rollins with his open challenge. Like If Rollins is doing the open challenge, let him just do the open challenge. He should be coming on Elias's segment, talking about how he could beat anybody. He should be going on Miss TV on SmackDown, talking about he could beat anybody on SmackDown. Like, they're not like the the even though the brand split was necessary, the brand split. I mean, the brand split has kind of hurt people because it's not allowing wrestlers to travel back and forth and like just do what they want and like be on shows twice a week. I like this Rollins stuff is bland, and and what's sad is like you saw the. I know you guys saw the rumor about supposedly Alistair Black being called up. They'll probably call him up and put him out there for the IC title, and he'll probably lose, or maybe he won't. And they'll just run with the with the Rollins Ambrose gimmick. The thing is, they just haven't make they have to make a decision. They're not making a decision, and it's just it's ruining Raw and Smack. Whatever. So if, I don't,
1: if I don't you know guys... who's, who's Alistair Black. <laughs> is, is that the fake Darby Allen?
0: Wow. Do you mean Bray Wyatt after he lost weight?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I was yeah, skinny, sure. skinny Bray Wyatt, bro. I, I was I wasn't sure who this dude was. Yeah, like it's like the the worst. I, I mean, I haven't watched NXT since he won the belt. So, what?
0: I mean, there's a reason for that, right? He's not he's like the worst NXT champion ever. <laughs> oh, his no. title his title reign with trash.
2: Are we really going down this road? He got. <laughs> Wait, hold on,
0: hold on. Hurt. Wait, let me just let's wrap up the Seth Rollins segment. Um. If you guys could pick one Raw superstar to answer the open challenge, who would it be?
1: I, I wouldn't pick a Raw superstar. I, I mean, you
0: have stuff. to pick a Raw superstar. I, I, or NXT, I guess raw? NXT maybe. There, I'll, I'll let you go raw NXT, but, but
1: there's people that are free agents coming up. Next, as soon as the as soon as the new hits hits, there's a bunch of free agents around okay. the rumble season.
2: So why don't we just make it? You just pick. Why don't we just say if there's anybody you could see challenge the IC title, who would it be? That's
1: it. I, I want Killer Cross to challenge for it. Killer Cross contracts coming up,
2: dude. It has to be WWE people, bro. It can't just be doing this indie bro. shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's not indie. He's on Impact. Impact is at this point, And triple A, triple A's not indie. It's
0: not. No, they're not. All right, one WWE guy. I, I have to. I, I'm
1: gonna come come back to me on that.
0: So who you got? Um, I was thinking Apollo Cruz. I think if they did the match right. It would make Apollo Cruz look good. He could elevate Apollo Cruz. I think Apollo Cruz is okay. He just has no um, like personality, no charisma. But I think in ring he's a solid worker, and I think he could have a really good match with Seth Rollins. I was hoping he'd come out on Monday, like as a surprise or a twist, and then yeah. fucking Dolph Ziggler comes out and makes me turn off the TV. But I, uh, Apollo Cruz is my choice.
2: For me, it would have to be, um, you know, before this, before I say his name, I just going to say, hey, if you're listening, please come on the pod. We're big fans. We love you. We think you're great. But um, it Katie would Forbes? be. No, bro. Not, not 16. Shout <laughs> out Katie, Katie Forbes. Um, Los Marcos Hall of Fame, Katie Forbes. It would be more than, I, I would pick um, Cien Almas, like imagine seeing seeing Almas with the icy title around his waist with his white tights
0: Oh yeah! and him
2: with Selena Vega just him being a cocky asshole with the title around his belt and I know him and Rollins would have a great match their styles mixed they can both jump you know they can both do high off the rope moves they can both do a lot of reversals and jump and do crazy stuff that would be actually a really good match so I think seeing those two would be great but you know because of the brand split and because Vince doesn't like Mexicans we will never see seeing Almas do anything Thing in WWE, so you know. <laughs> and I'm talking about WWE main roster, not NXT. He was a great champion. The match he had with Gargano, five Tim's, so you know. Oscar, you got somebody or what?
1: I'm I'm gonna go with Kel's favorite wrestler,
0: Luke Harper. Oh that'd be That cool. would be
2: wow. Yeah. You know what? They, but they've actually fought before because of the Sh- Shield and the Wine match. That would actually yeah. really be good.
1: I uh, we wow. yeah we we've seen them wrestle a lot but like you said, you give look if you give Luke Harper the ball, he's gonna run with it.
2: Actually, you know what? That's actually a really good pick. I'm not gonna lie. I like yeah, that pick. That's a, lot. that's a good
1: pick. And if not Luke Harper, like I said, Killer Motherfucking Cross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got. I don't. Uh, to be honest, I don't know who that is. I gotta. I gotta look him up. You don't know kill, Killer
2: Cross? I will agree. Does his he go own. by
0: another name? No,
2: no, no. No. His, that's his, it? His, his, He's actually really de- he's really dope. His conspiracy theory gimmick is fire. Um his t-shirt, the one that says sad with the two Xs that is like looks like a call shirt. He like he does have really good merch. Like his gimmick is dope though.
1: And, and, and his the, promos. and the other shirt I bought the uh, the the tarot card fire.
2: You bought the tarot card shirt?
1: Yeah, fire.
2: Yeah, I'm right now I'm not buying any WWE merch. I'm looking at a Luka Doncic hoodie. So Dar- the you know. Darby God.
1: Allen better have some sort of merch. I don't even care if it's a shirt that says the, "The Man" down. and Darby Allen on the back. I'm <laughs> buying it.
2: Yo, listen, I'm still gonna say this right now. Darby Allen's, you know, to this day, ever since with the match, Darby Allen's like music is stuck in my head. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, it's like I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm, ready, I'm a freak. Like I'm like I love fucking Darby Allen. Yo, Darby Allen. Come on the show, Los Marcos. We love you. Fan of Darby Allen, future pro wrestling. The fucking suicide die where he jumps off his back without looking is cup, fucking amazing. They
0: call it we the love the oh, common drop.
2: Here. We love you, Darby Allen. You are fucking dope though. Like seriously.
1: Also, let's not forget <laughs> Kells loves the hot dogs in Poughkeepsie.
2: <laughs> For okay, I love <laughs> hot dogs, period. Pause, bro. Listen. You give me a bunch of different types of animal protein wrapped up in a sausage, bro, I'm going to fucking eat it. This shit is delicious. Um, As somebody with a culinary degree and a trained chef, hot dogs are great. You can do whatever with it. You can put whatever you want on it. You can put pico. You can put chili. You can put fucking um, cheese. You could put anything. Bacon. Hot dogs are a versatile meal. And when you struggle in the hood and you got no money and you got $5 on the EBT card,
1: Hot dogs is a great hot dog. Hot dog's greatest of all time. Hot dog, hot dog and chopped cheese are the greatest of all time.
2: Bro, you go to the bodega, bro, and you cop you a hot dog, or some hot dog, hot dog pack, you cop you some wonder bread, and you cop you some tuna fish and a box of honey nut Cheerios, <laughs> you eat it for a week. <laughs> eat it for a week, bro. So, you know, I don't want to hear no hot dogs, Lander. And now I will say this, there is a difference between hot dog and Italian sausage. Italian sausage, extremely superior, but the price quality is out of control. Especially if you get organic shit. Like, if you want to talk to me about food costs, or if you want to, somebody to cater your event, you can holler at me as well. My email is k e l v i s at me dot com. You already know. Sorry, guys, had to plug my side business.
1: If if you just want a an MC who's just going to be extremely loud and belligerent, hire me. Uh, uh, Varro's dope at designing shit.
0: I'm I? Right. Now, I know that
2: we <laughs> mentioned somebody who Oscar said he, who's that. So we have to talk about, about him now. There's obviously, and it, this is actually connected to Cien Almas, but Selena Vega and Alistair Black are supposedly getting married.
0: Or. Now, they got or, are getting
2: married. They, they got, got married, married now. already. Apparently. Oscar feels some type of way about this. And we're just going to let him talk about it. So go ahead, Ask. Please tell us your feelings and thoughts on the Selena Vega and Aleister Black.
1: I mean, I've, I've been talking about it since the first episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to keep it a buck. Y'all, I've been saying this is the first episode. She a New York chick. She need a New York dude. Who, who going to hold it down when she watching Love and Hip Hop and she gets sad? Who going to get her them in six, size six Timberlands? Or them Yeezys, yo. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I have no issue with interracial marriages, but I got an issue when you from New York and you don't marry a New York dude. That's it.
2: Now, let like I'm just gonna go real quick and do myself, give myself a nice geography lesson. So let's. So now I'm gonna go. I'm on my computer, guys. So if you hear some clicking, don't wonder why. Now I'm going to do a real quick Google Maps. So you guys give me like two seconds real quick. So Miss Selena Vega, uh, New York native. She's from Queens, New York.
1: The so best girl to hang out in besides, you know, Manhattan. Bro, listen, I'm going to tell you right
2: now, that is Slander BX. We high key got the best of everything. All yeah, right, it's
1: so also the highest STDs in the county. Oh, my God. You know, the whole
2: thing about the Bronx being a place where you get shot is a lie, ladies and gentlemen. also the I
1: unhealthiest borough in, no, correction, it's the unhealthiest county in all of New York State. I grew
2: up in the Bronx, and I've never been robbed nor shot, so, you know. Okay, so Selena Vegas is from Queens, New York, and um, Mr. Alistair Black is from Alkmaar, Netherlands. Um, now, that is... What no, is
0: that? Wait, and he's Dutch, yo. Fuck, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> so I'm so, done. That,
2: so it would take Selena a six-hour flight, and she would have to cross the North Atlantic Ocean to meet this man. Um, if you decided to go by car, you couldn't go by car. according go to Google Maps.
1: I'm only a metro <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> and I got,
2: you pass, and
1: I pay for it.
2: <laughs> Hold on, um. Let me let me let me let me calculate this mileage difference because this is this is probably insane the mileage. So we're going to do Queen New York. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm doing a deep dive into this into the situation because Oscar feels really strongly about this
0: Akbar All right, but Netherlands. I'll I'll talk, I'll talk about the fact that uh, Alistair Black looks like a shaved Master Splinter with trash tattoos. That's that's what he looks like. If you shaved Master Splinter, you would get Alistair Black.
1: Yo, these are just facts. Like, we we literally put them side by side, and we saved Master Splinter, and that's what we got.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, and, don't ask and he does, like, fake karate kicks.
1: Yeah, don't ask why I have a Master Splinter action figure, because I like my action figures.
0: <laughs> Do you?
1: Uh, sometimes. <laughs>
2: um, Alistair Black looks like a Brooklyn gentrifier.
1: Wow. He definitely looks like he lives on stage.
0: These are facts. These are facts. Alex Black is everything I hate about Brooklyn now. Holy shit. (laughs) You know what I love
1: about Brooklyn? That lobster place that we went to. Mm,
0: So the difference between...
2: So the distance is 3,662 miles, which is insane. So they literally have... I don't know what they got in common. Maybe Selena Vega likes um, death metal. Uh, Maybe she likes the tats. You know, no women are into that stuff. Maybe she likes his bad boy image. But I am not going to subscribe to the Alistair Black is trash um, view. (laughs) But I will say that he does look weird, and his chest is very weird to look at. And he does not look like somebody. And I will say his little backflip and sitting in the ring annoys the fuck out of me
0: is not, not cool I wish he would do that against like Nakamura or something just yeah. get a king shot out of the face that'd be dope
2: that would be dope but um I think that two thirds of the Marcos is not like Alex the Black so we have to throw him in the trash can
0: I mean and I, just, I think he one of the least memorable NXT champions well other than Bo Dallas
2: uh no Bo Dallas slander no Bo, Bo Dallas slander Bo stop Bo all, all you
0: gotta no, do is Bo, Bo leave. I had, two, do that. I had two Bo Leaf
1: shirts, so I don't want to so I can say that. I don't think y'all had two Boliv shirts. The
0: B team, fire. Bro,
2: Heelbo Dallas. Heel Bo Dallas on NXT was fucking amazing. Don't even ever disrespect the memory that was Bo <laughs> Dallas. But
1: can we talk I about can we talk about agree. real trash right now? No, no, wait. I
2: will agree Undertaker? that Aleister Black. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree that Alexander Black is the most I mean the least memorable. Champion on NXT, his run was not better than Big E's. It wasn't better than Saps, It wasn't better than Neville's. It wasn't better than anybody's. He just fucking stood in the ring and was angry. Like at least read me some fucking poetry or something, and made me feel some type of way. Because frankly, like after a while, I was just like, why is he so angry? Like what's going on with this guy? And you know, his character development—the only character development he's got, he's gotten—was when he fought Gargano, and Gargano was amazing. And, and you know top Chom-
0: team but that was reign right now is
2: unstoppable yeah and that was more velvet so yep. I, I i don't know like are we throwing him in the trash can with wale undertaker you know i i think we should it's
0: alley-oop, alley-oop into the trash can bro 360
2: windmill bro danny green fucking trash <laughs> Alistair black is the enemy of the pot
1: Well, let's talk about let's talk about not even trash. let's talk about basuda let's talk about sanitation on 100th Street and 1st Avenue type of trash. Dumpster trash. It's all about Raw.
0: (laughs) I told you, I turned it off. I couldn't do it. we talked
1: about earlier, everyone turned it off. The hashtags, everyone's talking about. They're they're insulting us. They really think that they're a monopoly and we will not watch something else. And at the end of the day, you need to do what we're doing. Turn the fucking TV off. Don't watch it on fucking Hulu. Fuck them until you give us what we actually deserve. You insult our intelligence by giving us a Survivor Series where the fucking B-show destroys the real A-show. And then you give us shows like this. You give us 40 minutes of Baron Corbin. Ooh, I'm Baron Corbin. I like to get thong. That's cool. You, that's the only thing interesting about you. And they don't even talk about it on the storylines. Alexa, Alexa Bliss being injured, she's cool on the mic, but it, you give us substance. But no, you don't give a substance because you tell us, what are you going to do? You're going to pay for NGPW? You're going to pay for ROH? Guess what? Half of us already fucking do that. And more of us are going to do that. You keep giving us this, this crap. I'm just going to go watch 1998 Monday
2: Night Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the problem is, is that they, they've expanded. The thing is that they've recently they've been three hours forever.
1: It needs to go back to two. It three needs hours. to go back to two.
2: So, I think what's gonna happen is because of like Fox and the late night with you know how they have to have the news on, they're more than likely gonna go back to two hours if they do. and if and when they do go back to three to two hours, the product is gonna be better. there's gonna be more storylines, everything's gonna be more connected. The other thing is that remember, it's what? It's December, November, December, whatever we're almost getting there. It's football season. So Mondays are a waste of time. Do you so if you were somebody like me who was at work, right, and you're in the office quote unquote, doing paperwork, And you go into the streaming websites. Do you really think I streamed Raw? No, bro. I'm streaming Rams versus Chiefs where they score 50 points. And Mahomes goes goes off. And Mahomes goes off. WWE knows that right now this is the dead year. And then in January, once once the Super Bowl and all that stuff is over, then they can put out the good stuff. But it still is hurting the product. It's hurting storylines. It's hurting characters. It's hurting wrestlers. Because... Right now, the product is at the point where it's fucking watchable. They even had the, the 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 fucking house show, and did you guys watch it? Because I didn't watch it.
0: Oh, the Starcade or whatever.
2: I didn't watch. I that didn't movie. watch it
0: either. It was on Sunday night. It's like, but it wasn't a pay per view. Not... They barely uh, promoted it too. I feel like,
1: like like Simon Miller said, they promoted Starcade a little bit, but they acted like Starcade was just an NWA thing, S- acting like Sting versus Hogan never happened. I, I get it. You mentioned all the great NWA stars. Starcade was the staple of WCW. Starcade got drawings and ratings for WCW. So, as always, they need to shit on a WCW product and make it a one-hour house show that they show on TV. I know it wasn't an hour in reality, but everything that they do with WCW, whether it's bring back the Great American Bash, is to destroy the legacy that was WCW.
2: Well. That I agree with you. Vince Vince is a very spiteful man, and Vince doesn't like doesn't know what a burrito is. Uh, Vince doesn't <laughs> like sneezing, and Vince likes to randomly throw people in pools. So it wouldn't surprise me that Vince McMahon wants to just make WCW look bad. That that's his thing: make WCW look bad. Remember WrestleMania when it was the Click versus you know Triple H and these guys. What he do? They made WCW look bad. And then Kevin Nash did his favorite thing, and he pulled his hammy. But (laughs) uh, this is the product is terrible. They don't treat anything with respect. And the thing is, is like, I bet you if we went back and watched Starcade, it was probably better. It was probably decent. And, you know, they promote fucking Money in the Sand, as, you know, quoted by Alvaro. (laughs) But they don't promote the women's pay-per-view, which ended up being one of the best pay-per-views of the fucking year. So... You know, they just do whatever the hell they want. And at this point, we're just all captives to the monopoly that is WWE. And to quote any random Reddit user on R Squared Circle, you watch a pay-per-view, you're like, fuck this. I'm never watching this again. We'll see you on Monday. (laughs) We're going to tune in. We're going to watch it. And we're just going to get pissed off and watch it again because we hope that
1: eventually they'll get together. But they're not.
2: They're not going to get together at all. It's never going to happen, bro.
1: Hashtag. You know what? Hashtag, even though Kels hates hashtags, hashtag free Samoa Joe. I'm sick of him being in WWE and getting wasted.
0: Ooh, he cut a fire promo on Tuesday, though.
1: Yeah, he did.
2: His SmackDown promo was,
1: was heat.
0: He, all he does is heat promos I know. and, we, and we matches talk.
1: and still gets treated like crap. Dude, well, I, guess why? Because he's fat. Oh, okay. <laughs> to
2: quote to quote David Shoemaker, who I love, David Shoemaker. David Shoemaker, please come on the pod. <laughs> Um, David Shoemaker also has a book that all of you who are wrestling fans should read. Uh, um, His book is called The Squared Circle, Life and Death and Professional Wrestling. Everybody who is a wrestling fan should definitely read that book. It's an amazing look into um, certain wrestlers who passed away and their careers and how they fell into certain things that led to their death. You should definitely read it. But to quote the great David Shoemaker, David Shoemaker stated... Uh what is what is the fucking call? Oh, I forgot the call. I got off I got off track. Um What were we talking
0: about again? Sorry. Damn. Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe, he, Joe, he said
2: David Schumacher said that he's seen a million wrestlers and he's seen everybody. But the only person that he's met that's made him nervous and that really thought that oh, he could yeah. kill him was Samoa Joe. That is the only wrestler that he says that when he's on the mic, he believes it. And frankly, I believe it. And when Samoa Joe was cutting his promos Talking about he was going to fuck AJ Styles' wife <laughs> I believed it 100% I, I believe it 100% And I think there's some Maybe some hidden heat that we don't see with Samoa Joe Or maybe it's because Oscar says it He's fat and Vince doesn't like fat people And if you don't look like Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Lex Luger, Hulk Hogan Rancho Man, you're not going to get a push
0: So You you guys listened to um, Something to wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard. Himself said that um, the the only reason that they never went after uh Samoa Joe is because Vince McMahon said he was just a fat Samoan. Me- meanwhile, you had Umaga on the roster,
1: and Umaga wasn't a bad wrestler. He wasn't a bad wrestler, but Umaga but
0: is Samoa Joe tenth, is like
1: a tenth of Samoa Joe. A
0: million God rest his soul, but he
1: was a tenth of Samoa Joe. Samoa what? Joe was destroying people in Impact. Destroying them. He looked like a million bucks, but because, like, like Alvaro just said, Vince was like, oh, he's a fat Samoan. No, he, he wasn't. I, I wish I wish Triple H was in charge earlier than he was. I mean, I know Vince is still in charge, but Triple H has helped run the show. I wish he would have helped run the show five years earlier because we would have got a lot of different things, except for CM Punk. <laughs> <Triple> <laughs> so,
2: so, does that mean that if Samoa Joe changes his finisher to the stink face, he'll get over? <laughs> I'm just asking the important questions here. I just want to
0: put that out here. You know? uh, I don't know probably we need to bring back the muscle buster oh even I mean though, even though Tyson <laughs> kid uh almost died
2: <laughs> <laughs> well actually the the muscle buster wasn't his fault um it was Tyson didn't protect his neck enough, so. It wasn't Samojo, because Samojo has gone years without hurting people. It's the same thing when people do the um, Styles Clash. If you lift your neck on the Styles Clash, you are going to break it. Oh, yes. So a lot of people, they flinch, and they fucking get hurt. So it's it's technically not his fault. So
0: It was like once in a lifetime, Unla- unlike uh, Naya Jax, <laughs> who injures people every other every other time she wrestles. Or
2: why it's a
1: turnbuckle bomb.
2: Or as I like to call her, Naya, Fat. <laughs>
0: And you can
2: all SMD if you don't like my comment because she's obese, and and it's not fair. Just because she runs on a treadmill and wrestles doesn't mean she's healthy. She's obese. Her knees are buckling. She's in pain. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Hot take. All right. You're not gonna you're not gonna hurt you're not gonna hurt the dear Becky Lynch and get away with it. Naya Fat. And then you got the daughter of Dexter, the serial killer, with her. And they don't do anything. When you put when you fucking bury Oscar for Nia Fat, I'm done. All right.
0: What, what do you guys think of uh, Asuka being added to the TLC match for uh, Becky and Charlotte?
2: Um, she's just there to take bumps, bro.
0: You, yeah. Um. A lot of I saw a comment that she was there to take the pin, but it makes a TLC match. I'm assuming they're gonna have to get the title off the ladder, right?
2: Not necessarily. It no. could be a TLC match. It could be a TLC match where it's pin based but you have to have the, include the the belt. So then Oscar can get kicked kicked in the face and fall off the ladder, and then Charlotte and Becky could grab it because that's how it's gonna end it. anyway. Is there a WWE w pay per view coming up? Because I'm not even paying attention to the pay per views.
0: It's a TLC, but I think it's next month. So this oh well today's what? Yeah, we're still November 30th, but yeah, it's uh should be soon, two three weeks. When's TLC. We're a wrestling podcast and we don't know.
2: Yo, because the product is garbage. Oh, TLC is December 16th. Oh, December sixteenth.
1: it's it's, it's the day after we go to a real wrestling show, HOG. Facts.
0: (laughs) Facts. And they they added matches that we've seen on Raw 40 times already. Of course. They they added Balor versus McIntyre, which we've seen like 10 times, and Elias versus Lashley, which we've seen 40 times on Raw as well. Like I don't know, pay per views are supposed to have like unique matches, stuff we've never seen, and we're getting r- rinse and repeat. Like, it's, well, it's for
1: now it looks like it's gonna be a one Timberland show, but we'll see what happens when the show actually comes on. <laughs>
0: this Sing, is a this soul? is a single soul Tim. This is disgusting.
1: The worst, the worst type of Timberland. Now, if people you people know need worst
0: is a, is, is
1: a low cut single soul Tim. But that that gets the zero tim rating. <laughs>
2: what if, what if you get like the, the 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 um the Timberland slippers or the Timberland Chelsea boots Is That that's trash, right? That's That's, that's
1: trash, work. but it's not on the same level cuz maybe maybe you just need house slippers and maybe you want some Chelsea boots to go out in.
2: Now, if anybody has a question in regards to what Timberlands you're supposed to wear, just remember that your wheat tims are for daily wear and your black tims are for classy events. <laughs> so, so you wear your black tims with a tux. Just remember that. <laughs> All right. Now, now, seeing as, as you know, I've been a little reckless today and I've been going off the vino, you know, uh, we could talk about somebody else who was reckless uh, in regards to liquor. Mr. JBL. <laughs> so according to Al and Ask, who informed me yesterday, or I mean, actually today, uh, JBL went on a Twitter rant against the Codes family yesterday. And it was pretty rude, some of the stuff he said.
1: And we're not talking about Bobby.
2: Well, you know, it was it was it was RIP pretty it was pretty career. rude. That shit ain't glorious no more, it ain't that much.
0: <laughs> Even he had a better title run than Aleister Black.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Now now some of JBL's tweets were insensitive and they were very rude. Now, if you guys want me to read them, um, seeing as he mentioned the great, <laughs> late Dusty Rhodes, I am going to do, just like I did my Vince impression, I'm going to do my best Cody Rhodes, I mean, Dusty Rhodes impression on these uh, tweets from JBL. So this is from his November 30th, 2018 thread that he uh, tweeted this. Got some serious money on the Cowboys. I couldn't get money on Coda Rhodes if I tried. Seriously, at Coda Rhodes is a tool, not in my league. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. I'd kill Coda Rhodes. Seriously, Coda Rhodes is a tool, not in my league. I'm retired. Okay, I read that one already. I read that one. Okay, this is the other one. Okay, not wanting a comeback, but I could beat Coda Rhodes in a day and in a match. Just like I could have been his daddy. It's simple math. Now back to my Dallas Cowboys. Now, Cody, uh, tweeting back, said something about, are you drunk? (laughs) You know, what's wrong with you? And then uh, Bradshaw continued to say, was having fun with Cody last night. And I said, I killed Cody Rhodes. I obviously didn't mean that literally. It was a very poor choice of words. I go way back with him and his family. And I was talking smack in a pro wrestling sense. I apologize for that. Poor choice of words. It was my birthday. Of course it was one-two-minute, daddy. It was my birthday, and the Cowboys beat the Saints. Surely that's the reason to have one-two-minute. Have a great day, everyone. And then he continued to defend his unnecessary tweets. And let's also remember that uh, if Trump wants to solve the border situation, all he has to do is send JBL down there. Because if my memory serves me correct, <laughs> JBL had a gimmick where he was chasing immigrants off of the border in his white limousine.
1: <laughs> that was quite possibly the greatest I think it was the end of a SmackDown episode if I'm not mistaken. I Literally think so. <laughs> I wa- I remember kicking I watched immigrants that.
0: back across the border. I remember
1: I watched that with my mom and she so was like what is going on? And I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. And I laughed. Bro. <laughs> like, that was the I didn't even care. I was like, "Wow, it was hilarious." I was
0: yeah, I was too like amused to be triggered. I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious."
2: He was creeping in the desert. (laughs) I hear him coming. I hear him coming.
0: (laughs) Oh my god!
1: Only because of that, I don't slander JBL as much as I want to. JBL has on Twitter, I missed this whole thing, and I was too lazy to search people who screenshotted it. He blocked me because I was defending um, what's the NXT announcer's name? Oh, uh, Morello. Oh,
2: um. Oh, uh, Mario Ra-
0: Morello. Mar- Mar-
1: Mar- Ronaldo. getting picked on because JBL. All he does is pick on people, fake rape them in the shower. I, I he's always been a bully. Wow, bringing up <laughs> the
2: old school heat, <laughs> Jesus.
1: He's always been a bully. It's like you're what, like sixty years old, and like, you're you're still drunk tweeting people. I haven't you... that since I was twenty one. Like, grow up! You're you're an old man. Grow up, start acting like an adult. Stop watching weird fetish porno and tweeting it like you did before.
2: Well, you know, JBL was in his crib drinking um, some wild turkey bourbon, wearing a MAGA hat and some Supreme tims, um, <laughs> tweeting hate shit at Cody Rose because he has a black wife, and you know. That was unacceptable.
1: A queen. A queen.
2: Oh yeah, she she she's a vibe. I'm not even gonna lie, mm. she's a vibe. Yes. But um now now we're talking about people who are on the bad behavior and Twitter and the internet. Now I think there's an SNL skit where they have Satan on the show and Satan says, uh, What do you think I created the internet for? It's so I can keep all of your bad posts and bad tweets, and Google searches because the internet doesn't forget. Um, Supposedly recent or or rumored recent WWE call-up Lars Sullivan um, got into some trouble. There hasn't been any comment yet as to what's going to happen with him, but uh, apparently there was some old internet message board stuff that came up where he made some derogatory comments about Stephanie McMahon, made some homophobic attacks against Chargers quarterback Phillip Rivers and then also made some comments about black people which weren't very nice and because I'm a person that does not like racism and has dealt with racism I'm not going to read those comments Psych! I am going to read it <laughs> he said what is it with Vince hiring all these ex-criminals, MVP, Ron Killing, etc, now you're getting racist wow just wow somebody replied He replied by revealing his own race and making a point that he wasn't making about race. He was making his question about the simple fact that he came up with two options, and those just happened to be who he said first. I'm not being racist, you idiotic nidrithal. I'm black myself. Those were the two names that came to my head first who have been in prison. Then Sullivan had a reply that might not look to be too fondly in today's climate. Oh, you're black? No wonder all you can do is copy and paste, he said with a grinning emoji. So you know, obviously, according to Lars Sullivan, black people can't read. And then he also wants to fuck Stephanie Stephanie McMahon. And he also said, Philip Rivers is a crybaby bitch and is extremely gay. Most of California, especially Southern California, is. Fits well. Hell, Philip is a gay name itself. So, as we can see, Lars Sullivan has some MAGA in him. He's probably next to JVL with his Tim's from Supreme in his hat, so I don't know what do you guys think is gonna happen to him. I probably don't think anything's gonna happen to him.
0: <laughs> Nothing is gonna happen to him because he's got the look
1: that Vince McMahon loves. Exactly, so nothing's gonna happen to him. He's gonna get pushed to the moon, and he's trash. He's just gonna be a, another version of uh, Braun Strowman without get these hands. To
2: be the, is... the racist
0: version of Braun Strowman.
2: You know they're gonna bring back Zeb Coulter to him, probably. There is nothing attractive about Lars Sullivan in the ring, outside of the ring,
0: his look, nothing. He's just.
1: I'm down for Zeb Coulter to come well, back. Well,
0: Kells, you say that, wow. you say that, but there was one young lady that slept with Lars Sullivan for WrestleMania tickets. So, what? You you, didn't, you never saw that one? Hold on, bro. What? <laughs> Lars Sullivan is just
1: crazy is, on the internet. There was a girl yeah, he...
0: that. Slept with Lars Sullivan to get WrestleMania tickets at New Orleans this this past WrestleMania. This is it's true.
1: <laughs> it's damn true.
0: Kelsey just Well,
2: shot <laughs> I did I did see the one thing where he did, you know, make a comment on my girl Scarlet Bordeaux's comment uh IG and he was like, Hey there, ever been to Lars Sullivan territory?
0: Okay. So,
2: you know, he shot he was shooting his shot. But um I need to see this uh this, this this evidence about Lars Sullivan and uh, him fucking a girl for WrestleMania tickets. Because if that girl fucked for WrestleMania tickets, <laughs> she's got a bad, bad standard. Because WrestleMania is not that important anymore. Hot take.
0: So. so pop, pop culture event. <clears throat> yeah, pretty I, much.
1: I, I'm going to end it with the XFL's back and they announced where the eight teams will be. Did they? Dallas, Houston, LA, Saint Louis, Seattle, Tampa, Washington DC, and then of course the New York Timberlands. <laughs> if this team is called anything but New York Yours, New York Timberlands, New York Bodega Cats, I'm not with it.
2: You know they're gonna have some team that has to do with um uh, something with the Statue of Liberty or something with the Empire State Building. They're going to be called
1: the Tampa Bay Hulkamaniacs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that like a thing? When was this over? When did this come out? All XFL launch sites revealed by the Legs website. Oh, for real, it is true.
1: The season's going to was- start in 2020. I do not watch the NFL, so I cannot wait to watch great quality football again with the XFL.
2: <laughs> now, there is a lot of revisionist history where people say that the XFL was garbage and blah 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 blah. let's not forget the xfl gave us um he hate me it also gave us tommy maddox and it also gave us the challenge flag that the nfl took from the xfl
1: different camera views
2: different guys the NFL did not have the challenge flag prior to the XFL. I just want to put that out there. They borrowed that from the XFL.
1: And they gave us different camera views. They let <laughs> us hear in-game audio. The, the NFL was not doing a lot of stuff the XFL started doing. And then they took it along with their, obviously, the MVP, Tommy Maddox. But, yeah. Like...
2: <laughs> the one thing I didn't agree with, though, is, like, the scrum where you just throw the ball in the middle. That wasn't really cool. But, you know. Other than that, it was a good product. I remember the X- it was fire They had the cheerleaders It was like You know It was like a Sexist man's
1: dreams It was great <laughs> Thankfully a, Thankfully we've evolved As a society Since those days
2: Oh no Vince is gonna bring it back He's gonna rob it up They're gonna like Shoot people at halftime Right in the middle of the fucking for the yard ER line
1: if they, if they kneel for the anthem
2: Oh don't even try That's not gonna happen You know you're gonna have to stand
0: that, That's gonna be in the contract As soon as you sign your contract It's like number one thing not let you do which that. which
2: which as a veteran, I'm just gonna say you have every right to do that. But when I'm in uniform, I'm forced to do that. So I'm just gonna let you know that I
1: have to do it. If if you kneel during the anthem, I don't care. If you do that, you have every right to do that. And to the people who might be like, Oh, I I had blah 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 blah, trust me, you haven't seen a third of the shit I've seen. I don't care if people kneel during the anthem. It's their personal choice.
2: Oscar saw Arab kids suck on rocks and take a shit in holes. So he's, you know, he could say whatever he wants, obviously, in regards to the uh, national anthem situation. Right, Oscar? Mista, Mista, chocolate, chocolate.
1: Shout out. Shout out to little little (laughs) kids. They love their chocolate.
2: Mista, Mista. Chocolate,
1: chocolate. Mista, mista. I just, I'm not, I'm gonna keep it 100. <laughs> I love getting, I loved being able to throw chocolate at them because they, they would give me chocolate. And then that means I would eat 25% of the chocolate I was supposed to give out. But 75% of that chocolate got to the kids. But, Hot take,
2: mm. uh, according to Army Medics Skittles cures heartburn. Just putting that out there Skittles cures heartburn.
1: And Vapor Rub cures everything according to every Hispanic mom ever. And
2: Skittles <laughs> cures heartburn when you're trying to when you're trying to uh convince the hearts and minds of people whose country you want oil in. But that is a hot take for another day.
0: You know? On that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, this has been another episode <laughs> <laughs> of Los Monicos <Monocles laughs> Podcast. Podcast. Um don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Leave leave something funny so we can read it on the pod. Uh, if you're not following the podcast, follow at Los Marcos Pod. L O S M A R C O S P O D. We'll be back next week with more hot takes.
1: Real quick, real quick, follow Alvaro on Twitter. Follow myself on Twitter. Alvaro, give out to Twitter. Uh,
0: at underscore dos uno D-O-S-U-N-O.
1: Mine is at Caritoe. C a r, i, t o g u e w. It's also the same as my Instagram account, but that's just full of boring memes and whatever boring stuff I may do during my workday. Uh, so
0: I think you spelled your handle wrong, but okay. I yeah, can't put, spell. T r i t o,
1: c a r r t o g u e w e g u e y. Yeah, there you
0: go.
2: I
1: can't spell. <laughs>
2: Also, if uh, you guys wanna send some gifts to Little Mark, just let uh i know and let uh Asuka know. I will be making social media handles eventually. But you know, you could you can hit me up on LinkedIn, you know what I'm saying? Just search me for my <laughs> email. Don't,
1: don't look for it on LinkedIn.
2: Listen, just cause your profile's not up to date, don't come at me, bro. My profile is high key up to date. So you know, I don't want. I don't want to go there. But shout uh, out to yes, shout out to all the countries that love us and support us. Uh, Lo Michaels, this has been another great week. And Al, you could take it from here.
0: All right, we out. Peace.